2: All right, so the uh, bill passed the first vote. It is going to be voted on again tomorrow. Again tomorrow. So you need to get in touch with your South Carolina representative and tell them to vote no on H4927. If you don't know who your state representative is, text. SC Rep to 71307. That's SC Rep to 71307. It'll send you a link. Open that link, put in your address. It will bring up all of your state representatives. It'll start off with uh, Lindsey Graham and Tim Scott. Then it'll go to your congressman, whether it's Timmins or Duncan or Norman. Um, then it will go to your state legislature. Those are the people you need to contact especially your house members tell them to vote no on H4927 again text SC rep to 71307 so it's a darn shame the state of the state that we live in you guys need to check your autofill when you text cuz I'm getting kidding, I'm getting kidding. I'm gonna have to have a talk with some of you people about what's in your autofill, make sure it says S-C-REP. There you go. Either one or two words. It doesn't matter. Uh, I put in both. So anyway, so we've been hearing a lot over the past couple of years now about transitioning. And the liberals are really big into making sure that people uh, transition. So if you're born a male and you want to be a female, they're all for it. Yes, yes. We're going to help you. In fact, up in North Carolina, there were three hospitals, three hospitals that would help transitioning children, even kids the age of two, two years old. Now, how does a two-year-old know that that they know how to be transitioned? Well, they don't. They don't. By the way, somebody said, too late. Talk to Neil Collins. He said it already passed. No, it's not too late because they're going to vote on it again tomorrow. And if it passes tomorrow, it's off to the Senate. So tell Neil Collins to vote no tomorrow. Okay? Got that on good authority. Tell them to vote no. Don't let them brush you off by saying this bill has already passed. Okay? So there you go. All right. So what happens? You know, here you go. You, you, you've got a girl. Young lady, wants to transition, wants to be a young man. And this is an actual case here that I'm talking about. Um, Young woman decided that she was going. Her name was um, Keifel. Hold on. Let me see here. Camille Keifel struggled with discomfort in her body. The struggles continued until college when Keifel, a gender study minor, was introduced to the idea of being non-binary. At the age of 30, after two decades of traditional talk therapy for persistent mental health struggles, Keifel reached out to her doctor about undergoing what is called gender-affirming care, and I'm using air quotes there, gender-affirming care. And in this case, it was a double mastectomy. Top surgery is what they call it. So this young woman at the age of 30 decided she wanted to transition into being a man And she got all the help and all the support she could find. The medical industry just absolutely threw themselves at her with the support that they have for her transitioning. Well, after she transitioned, guess what? Her problems didn't stop. Her mental health condition did not go away. In fact, it got worse. It got worse. And at one point, she decided... I've made a horrible mistake. I'm a woman. So she reached out to the same medical professionals who helped her transition to talk about helping her detransition. And guess what? There was no help to be found. No help to be found whatsoever. Hardly anybody would even talk to her about detransitioning. Because, see, they don't want that. They, that is not what they want. They want young people to transition to a sex or a gender, rather, whatever you want to call it, That is not that was not assigned to them at birth biologically. You want to change that, all the help in the world. But if when you win, you realize, and I predict the vast majority of these people will realize that they have made a horrible mistake, just like that tattoo you got. Well, this is a lot more difficult to cover up. Well, then the healthcare industry is not interested in those people. They don't care about those people. They don't want them to detransition. Because that way, in some way, I guess they feel like it, 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 it would negate the whole gender ideology BS that we're going through in this country and around the world. But I don't fully think that they are, are explaining to these people the long-term ramifications of what they're about to go through. I don't think you even uh, anyway, but but that's just part and parcel of the world we live in right now. You want to transition? All the sport in the world. You want to de-transition? You're on your own. No help there. I predict that will be a new big field in the medical industry coming up in the next couple of years. A big field. Doctors are going to be specializing. Psychiatrists are going to be specializing. Psychologists specializing in detransition therapy because this is a hoax that is being perpetrated on our young people in this country. And there's no way else that you can describe it. Um, it's a sad state of affairs. All right, the carpro.com talk line, 800 five zero ninety eight nine. 989. The Common Sense Retirement Planning text line 71307. Biden says he's going to finish the job on gun control. We'll tell you about that next. It's the Charlie James Show, News Talk 989, WORD, the voice of the Carolinas.
1: you are a fighter. and Modella is your reward. Modella, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois. All
2: right, so I'm getting some conflicting reports about this bill. Some folks are saying it was the second vote. Some people are saying it was the first vote. Um, we will get an answer for you coming up. In just a second um, with that. So Joe Biden is looking forward to being reelected. Ha, 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 ha. We know that's not going to happen. At least we pray that that's not going to happen because we've seen what has happened to this country in a very short period of time. How many of our rights have been eroded and they don't really even care about that. They don't care about your privacy. They're all for folks getting out there and, and interviewing you. Interviewing you, not interviewing you, investigating you without even your knowledge about it. So now, (coughs) excuse me, Joe Biden is saying he needs another term because he is going to do away with, uh, quote unquote, assault weapons when they can't even define what an assault weapon is. And it's like I've told you before, if you took an AR-15 and you laid it on a table and you took a Ruger Mini-14, And you laid it on the table and you told somebody, which one of those is an assault weapon? They would pick the AR-15 just about every single time. They would pick the AR-15. But the Ruger Mini-14 holds the same ammunition, the same magazines, has the same rate of fire. It's the same weapon, 100%. So they don't even really know what they're talking about. So this was Joe Biden talking uh, today about a possible second term. And finally, my plan goes after the scourge of gun violence in America. I've taken more executive actions to stop the flow of illegal guns than any other administration in history. And we beat the NRA when I signed the most significant gun safety law in nearly 30 years. We're going to finish the job. We're going to ban assault weapons and high-capacity magazines next time around because it has to be done.
3: I formed the, uh, the first-ever White, White House
2: Office of Gun Violence Prevention, and I thank Vice President Harris for overseeing this important effort. Yeah, like she's done anything about it. But you know who they're not going after? You know who they don't go after? They never go after the bad guys. They never ever go after the criminals. They let those people get off. They drop gun charges almost every single almost every single time. If you use a handgun in the commission of a, let's say a robbery, the first charge when they try because every everything goes to a uh, a plea deal and all of that. When they start pleading down these charges, that's usually the first charge that gets dropped. Usually is. They're not serious about any of this. If they were, you know what they would be, you know who they'd be going after? They'd be going after gangs. They'd be going after the drug dealers. They would be going after, you know, MS13. They'd be going after those people. But who they're really going after is law-abiding Americans who want to own the most popular, the most commonly used firearm in America. That's what they want to do. They want to come after you. So there's a, there's a case before the um, Supreme Court today, and it has to do with bump stocks. It with bump stocks. Brand new Supreme Court Justice Katanji Brown Jackson, the woman who doesn't know what a woman is because she's not a biologist. Listen to what she said about bump stocks. This is going to blow your mind.
0: I see Congress as putting function in this. The function of this trigger is to cause this kind of damage, 800 rounds a second or whatever.
2: 800, oh my God, I gotta, gets me one of those. 800 rounds a second? Oh man, that was, this idiot doesn't even know the rate of fire for a bump stock. But she's going to make the decision on whether or not you are able to handle it? I'm th- these are the same people that, 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 that banned pistol braces. Little triangular piece of pro- plastic. That would give you another point of contact when you're firing a pistol. Ban that? Now, there's, certain, there's been certain stays on that and certain organizations are exempt for now. But understand, these are the people that are making these decisions. She knows nothing about firearms. Even the head of the the ATF, even the head of the ATF, didn't know what the law was about pistol braces. And he said in sworn testimony, by the way, that if you just removed your pistol brace, from your weapon that's fine just keep them separate however some people are saying that the law says you can't even own one it can't even be in your possession in any way shape or form so which one is it exactly let's go to Deanna and Taylor's and talk to her Deanna welcome to the program how you doing
4: I'm doing great how are you really well really well what's up yes I just wanted to give you an update I I did call all our representatives and um I just want to let you know, uh, Alan Morgan's line just rings and rings and there no one answers. So I okay. can't leave a message. Um, Timmons is in DC and will not be voting on the bill. Right. When, right. uh, Scott is not saying whether he's voting yes or no. And Tim Scott, I, no, this
2: yes. is, this is just for South Carolina representatives. This has oh. nothing to do with the people in Washington.
4: Okay. And then um, uh, I left a message for Corbin and uh, Timmons, um, the guy, um, his um, office called me back, was extremely nice and thanked me for uh, uh, leaving a message. And um, uh, anyways, uh, I just wanted to sort of give you an update on Corbin. Um, no, um, I just left a message. So okay. anyways, but thank you for the information. Well, Thank
2: you, Dan. I appreciate your attempt there. So again, this is just for South Carolina representatives. This has nothing to do with the people in Washington, D.C. It has nothing to do with Timmons or, or, or Jeff Duncan or, or Ralph Norman or Lindsey Scott or Lindsey Graham, uh, Tim Scott or Lindsey Graham or anything like that. This is for your, South Carolina state representatives, the people that are working in Columbia, still trying to get an update on exactly which reading this was of this House bill to find out if it is going to the Senate or not. We will have an update for you just as soon as I get one. We'll be right back. This is the Charlie James Show, News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. Michigan is kind of a funny place um, as far as politics are concerned, as far as primaries are concerned, because they've got kind of a two-tiered system. So the first system is you have the primary, and with that, you know, a few delegates are awarded, and then, uh, at least this year they're doing this, then a couple days later, they have what's kind of a caucus, which only the party leaders are going to get to vote and, and, and uh, award the delegates there. So they had their primary last night. And, folks, when I say that Nikki Haley got a shellacking last night, she got triple-coated shellacking in Michigan last night. She did not win a single county in Michigan. Not One, Donald Trump got 759,280 votes, that is 68.1%. Nikki Haley got 296,390 votes, that's 26.6%. That is a blowout for Donald Trump in Michigan. And I predict coming up on Saturday when they have their caucus is going to be another blowout for Donald Trump. Why is she hanging around? Now, I said earlier today. And and she's even said this, you know, she's well, she's alluded to this. That, hey, hey, what if something happens to Donald Trump? What if he goes to jail? So instead of getting out there and defending Donald Trump against all of these bogus BS charges like what happened with Letitia James in New York and what's going on with Fannie Willis in Fulton County, uh, uh, Alvin Bragg, that case in Manhattan. You got the other case with Jack Smith down in Florida. Instead of getting out there and defending a guy, she's waiting on the body. She's literally like a vulture, circling, 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 waiting on the deer to die, so she can swoop down and pick the carcass clean. That's what Nikki Haley is doing. And folks, that makes it worse, in my opinion. That makes it a lot worse. Why don't you just come out and just say, hey, listen, I'm running for president because I just don't like Donald Trump. But she can't. Because she worked for the guy. She can't because she said Donald Trump was the right man at the right time. Well, Nikki Haley, this is, I mean, like I said with my interview with President Trump, you know, a couple of days ago, he's going to be going into the White House with a country that is worse off than the first time he was in office. So why doesn't Nikki Haley say that this is the right guy for this time? Because it, I mean, if we if we needed him, if we needed him back in 2016, we really really need him now. Now's the time. We got wars. We got threats of war all over the place. We've got a, a tanked economy. I don't care what the Biden administration says. We've got the CEO of Kellogg's telling parents to feed their kids cereal for dinner to save money. We've got a huge immigration problem. And instead of supporting Donald Trump, she's out there just waiting, like I said, waiting on the carcass to come pick it clean. That makes it even worse. It really does. So there's got to be some benefits, some payoff for Nikki Haley to stay in this race, because it's certainly not the fact that she thinks she's got any chance of winning right now. I mean, zero chance of winning. Absolutely none. When you, when you start looking at some of these poll numbers, and by the way, those Michigan poll numbers were absolutely spot on. Let's take a look at some of these um, presidential Republican nomination. Nationwide, Trump is at 80%. Haley's at 12. 80 to 12. Wisconsin. Um, let's see. Let's see. Another national poll. Trump's up 63. Michigan we've already got that one there's some of the uh, the old polls but i just can't wait for some of the uh super tuesday polls to come out because it's it's going to be absolutely hideous with her So, again yes waiting waiting on the carcass let's go to eric in simpsonville eric uh h4927 what's uh what's on your mind
3: i guess Charlie... You know, I've called in for years, and one of the things that's really disturbing to me, we see, like I said, mostly almost everything the same in terms of our conservative views. But until the public, if we have primaries that end up in the 20% turnouts, after we saw what we saw with COVID, after we see what's going on with the open border, until the American people, and God bless the lady that called, now, and I'm in Corinthians 13:4 through 9, we talk about love and patience. So I'm not trying to be mean or, you know, not polite to to people. But when I was involved with the Republican Party in Greenville County, as an EC, we had people, it was more about socialites, and they didn't even know who their elected officials were. Some of these people were ECs. Yeah, Mark Willis is, is mine. Ross Turner. It used to be Shane Martin and Paul Chumley, who I liked better. And my point is when you read this bill and it's very, very long, if Americans do not understand and I'm talking about sheriffs, I, I actually like Chuck Wright better than Hobart, yeah. but you look at the way that people are aligning themselves, that bill is a totalitarian bill. You uh-huh. would never want to put more power, Charlie, in one person's hands and have them appointed by the governor. They are trying to create a, a much easier path to capture, just like in a game game of chess like they did with the courts. I'm talking about the left, the the World Economic Forum, the elite, and the people, the deep state that want to s- serve, you know, Effectively take away our rights. Right. So, my point is when people call in and they have no idea the difference between what's being voted on in the state legislature or the Timmons, for example, Scott and Graham or federal, you know, U.S. Constitution, or excuse me, U.S. government elected representatives and not your state House or your state Senate. There lies the problem. How can we only have twenty three percent voting in primaries um, with everything that we see wrong in our country?
2: You're right, but Eric, it, it, it was at least you know uh, comforting to know that she was trying. I'm, to, not, I mean, I'm not look. Maybe, I love that woman. I'm yeah. not trying
3: to be mean. I understand. I, I,
2: know. Hear- I understand. That's why we're that's why we're trying to give people exactly what they need. By giving that text line out there, but you're absolutely right. More people need to be involved on a daily basis in politics here in South Carolina, and I know it's, a, I know it can be a, a slog, but it's nothing is more important. It really isn't. There's no ball game. There's no television show. There's no movie. There's no event that is more important than this.
3: Yeah, well, the last thing I'll say to this, we're fast coming to a point like with now, and and you see that if you read that bill all the way through with the wide range of authorities and how they bring in funding for the hospitals, they tried to do it years ago. And I told muscle like that during COVID when they were trying uh, two and a half years ago, to lock us down and pass. And, I mean, where you have internment camps, people haven't even read the bill. In other words, if we're not sure even who our elected representatives, they're laughing at us. And I'm talking about Turner. I'm talking about, you know, Mark Willis. I'm talking about even ones that vote and tell you they vote the way you want them to vote. At the end of the day, um, it's lip service because I'll give them a few wins. I'll, I'll give them the false security that I'm representing there, and that's why Pasco, when he came with judicial reform and you know Cashless Bail, and Jeff brought him in and what have you. Those people. Okay, they show just enough corruption in the Republican Party, which was true, to con you into voting so that they can have, for example, our our judges are going to be appointed by the governor. Last thing, giving more power to McMaster, who is not a real conservative and Trump. You know, I saw Trump, you know, after the primary, you know, patting him on the back. Yeah. They don't know. That the elected officials, and I'm saying South Carolinians, in this so-called red state, most of our Republicans are rhino, I don't want to call them hard leftists, but they are not brave. They do not stand up, whether it's for guns or our health, and the time is fast coming where it's going to be butthole, butts and elbows, yeah, if you will, where we have to stand up and fight physically, and that's a sad day.
2: It will be a very sad day. I appreciate it, Eric. Thank you very much, as always. Gerald is out in Calpins. Gerald, Nikki Haley, what's up, buddy?
3: You know, Charlie, Nikki Haley might be waiting on some kind of a big gift on the Appalachian Trail. (laughs)
2: <laughs> oh, you, you, you never know. You never know. The App- Appalachian Trail is a uh, is a magical place. I appreciate it there, Gerald. We'll be right back. It's the Charlie James Show, News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. On October the 7th, Hamas carried out a hideous, horrible, violent terrorist attack against Israel. It was, I mean, what they did during that attack could never be forgiven, 100%. And Israel is responding, and rightfully so, and they should. They should wipe Hamas off the face of the earth, 100%. There is no two-party solution. There is no answer to this as long as Hamas is in existence. They do. Hamas doesn't want a two-party state. They want to control everything. When they say to the river, to uh, from the river to the sea, Palestine shall be free. That's what they're talking about: eliminating the Jewish people. You want to talk about actual genocide? That's what they want to commit over there. So the Biden administration, and you know what? I, I got to kind of. I, don't agree with them wholeheartedly but they've been supporting israel for the most part in this thing although reluctantly doing so <laughs> excuse me <coughs> i'm sorry I, i'm run out of my allergy medicine and it is just really bad out there today um but what is it, it what it is exposed in this country is the unbelievable amount of anti-semitism on our college campuses. It is unbelievable. So yesterday, UC Berkeley, they had an event and it was put on by Jewish students. UC Berkeley police had to evacuate a private event organized by Jewish student groups after pro-Palestinian demonstrators broke open a door to the building and shattered a window. At one point, about 200 protesters gathered outside the event, Zellerbach Playhouse, holding up signs reading, Stop the Genocide, and at times chanting, Long Live the, uh, the Ensefada. University officials called Monday's incidents appalling and said police had to cancel the event and escort students to safety because of the number of demonstrators and the threat of violence. We had to make a choice between doing what was necessary to let the event go on and protecting the people in the building. In a message sent to university staff and students this afternoon, UC Berkeley Chancellor Carol Christ and Provost Benjamin E. Hermlin, Hermlin called the incident an attack on the fundamental values of the university. The featured speaker at the event, Ranbar Yosefat, an Israeli attorney and a former member of the Israeli military, it was organized by Student Support Israel at Berkeley, Bears for Israel, and Berkeley Tivka uh, Tikva, So, these anti-Semitic students breaking in the doors, shattering windows at that event. But you know what? This isn't the first time this has happened at Berkeley. Because you know that whenever they have conservative speakers at Berkeley, this stuff also happens. It happens a lot. Now, Berkeley used to be, you want to talk about the epicenter of freedom of speech in this country. It was at one time UC Berkeley. They were the ones, they were the ones that, 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 you know, a, a free and open exchange of discourse. They were all about that. But now they've changed. These students have changed. And why have these students changed? Because the teachers, the professors have changed. These kids are learning this in college. They're learning to be anti-Semitic in college, and not just UC Berkeley, all over America. These kids are learning that. And these students are becoming more and more violent. I don't know about you guys, but I, I, I don't think you send your kids to college to become radicalized. I want to talk about radicalizing, conservatives being radicalized. You want to look at radicalization? It's going on on our college campuses. And I don't think we've seen the worst of it yet. I really don't. You remember when Riley Gaines, the female swimmer, this this was, a, this was a, I think it was in the uh, University of San Diego. She got chased into a room. She got physically assaulted by a trans person. And she was held hostage. During one, ex- that same thing happened with, with some Jewish students at, at, at one of our colleges. Held hostage. They would not let them leave a room. That's called kidnapping, that's called false imprisonment. No charges for anyone in the Riley Gaines incident. No charges for these Jewish students hiding and fearing for their lives. And I will promise you there will be no charges. In the latest at UC Berkeley. We'll be right back. It's the Charlie James Show, News Talk 989 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas.
1: We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch.